For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. And so every moment I endeavor to live life the righteous way, to serve with a sense of purpose and let love light the way. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the waiting season, what it means to truly wait on the Lord, and is it really worth it? I'm your host, Christabel, and welcome to Saved at 22. Gratitude for the sunrise. Gratitude for the sunshine. Gratitude. Hi, guys. Welcome, welcome back. Oh, oh, my God. I don't think I would ever get used to the fact that I have a podcast now. I don't think I can. I've actually thought about it like throughout the week and like the past week and I was like, oh my God, you really do have a podcast now. Like you actually have to start taking something serious. And I'm like, oh, MG. But yeah, I'm really, really grateful. And honestly, I read a lot of your comments from the first episode, my testimony. If you haven't heard it, please go back and listen. But the people that have listened, like, I just want to say thank you so much for your kind words. Like, honestly, it meant so, so much to me. You can't even understand. Like, you can't even right now. I'm honestly turning red. Although black men don't blush. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm actually turning red because, like, the comments that I read, like, even the comments that you guys left on the first episode, like, it truly, truly meant so, so much to me. And I thank you so much. I do not take anyone or anything that you guys have said for granted. So yeah, let's just get right into today's episode, The Waiting Season. I think this episode is going to be a little bit too sensitive because oh, a lot of us really don't like to wait. Like we really, really do like black patience. But yeah, I will show you why it's important for us to wait, especially as a believer so let's just get right into it what does it mean to wait to wait on the lord simply means to have faith that our lives and are in his hands we serve a god that is not bound by time he walks outside his own time outside his will and the type of with the type of um lives that we live right we tend to forget that we don't have to actually have an answer to every single problem that we're going through at that moment. We don't have to see things that we're going through as like, okay, we need to get a result right now, right now. And that's how we are as human beings. We hate to wait. We hate to, we hate when people tell us, okay, I'm going to be here at five and then come at five 30. We hate it. And I mean, to an extent it's very disrespectful, but when you're working with God, you can't see it that way because there are actually so many reasons why he puts us in a waiting season number one to prune us what does it mean to prune to prune simply means um okay let's look at it from the biblical aspect if you look at john 15 verse 2 the bible tells us jesus was telling us how he's the vine and we are the branches it says he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit and he, pr he prunes the branches that do bear fruits so they can produce more fruits. Now, why does God actually prune us? And one of the reasons why I understand that why he actually prunes us is to remove what's dead or dying. Now, it's not like literal or anything, but there's some things in our lives that are not meant to be there anymore. And there's some things in our lives that have ex expiring dates. Now, this can either be our friendships, our jobs, our surroundings, and just the people in our lives that no longer serve us. 
and most of us can never really understand why certain things had to happen why certain people had to leave our lives why i had to get fired that morning from a job and in our heads we're like oh my god i was doing so well i never saw this coming but god did god did see it coming but to us we're telling ourselves oh my god like what am i going to do next how am i going to survive this season of my life and the pruning season right is actually meant to teach us to wait it's meant to make us see that okay these people have this thing or this job that i cherished so much has gone how do i now trust that this is for my own good right now i'm going to make it a little bit more personal I know some of us have done that, you know, I know babes have done this prayer where we tell God, God, if this person is not meant to be in my life, take this person away, right? And on that two days, some, some people, even ours, God actually causes you guys to, you know, I don't know, fight or something, and then that relationship is done. But when we now look back at it, we now tell ourselves, oh my God, was this person really not meant to be in our lives? Yes. But then we're not able to see that because we're like, I love this person too much. Um, I don't want to lose this person. Who else? Nobody else will love me. But God is now telling you today that that's not the case, right? I'm heading somewhere. Hold on. He removes what is dead or dying. God has a plan and purpose for every each and every one of us. And if someone is in your life that is not meant to be in your life, you have to take them out. You have to take them out. And sometimes, right, he likes to give us signs though that okay, I'm showing you that this person is not in your that is not meant to be in your life, is still there. Take them out before I do it. Do you understand? But because we don't see the bigger picture, because we don't understand the plans that he has for us right we tend to struggle we tend to fight we tend to make him meant to we tend to pull up that you know no i cannot lose this person no he's too much of a big deal in my life before i i can't really take them out so god is not like okay i have to step in because you cannot stop the plans god has for you you can delay them due to disobedience but you can't stop it do you understand so he takes them out from your life and then you begin to feel like oh my god i i don't have anyone anymore but that's not the case that's not the case he's taking what is dead or dying and he's taking something away so that he can bring in the new if you look at the scripture it says he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't bear fruits and he prunes the branches that do bear fruits so they can produce more fruits if you have someone in your life right that is not meant for you that is not serving you or if you're in a position if you're if you're in a job right that and that job is not bringing you stability right it's not bringing you anything fruitful you would have to cut that job out so in order to receive something better now where our mindset has to shift is to you know where our mindset has to shift is understanding that god is taken out to bring something new do you understand? You cannot keep holding on to something that isn't for you because you feel like I don't, I will not, I don't, I don't deserve something better or like there's something else that isn't coming or what is coming would not, it's not going to be as good as that thing that, that I had before. But that's when we now dive back into the scripture in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. It says, for I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. We have, to, we have to understand that the God that we serve knows what we need. He understands that this particular thing in our life that we think that we need, we don't need it. That's why sometimes we can be praying for a job so much, right? 
we can pray pray for something and we don't see the answer we don't see god giving us that blessing and we tend to feel like oh my god god hates us he's not hearing me he does not love me but that's not the case he's he might be thinking you might be thinking that oh he does not want to bless you because he doesn't love you but he's not blessing you because he's trying to teach you patience in that time he's trying to make you to understand that you need endurance before you get that blessing he's trying to show you that the character that you have right now does not actually suit the person you're becoming the person that he wants you to be so he he has you in a waiting season for you to understand that you need to be like the blessing that you're, you're inward you're because most of us look at our outward appearance and not the inward appearance but god looks at the heart he looks at the things that we have the things that we have in our hearts so for us to actually receive a blessing so the blessing does not kill us he has to change who we are and by teaching us the fruits and one of the fruits is patience long suffering joy peace so in our waiting season we are beginning to understand and develop these fruits that god has for us another thing why another reason why god prunes us is to show us what we need to heal in terms of our traumas in terms of our insecurities in terms of our fears and wounds let's say god has given you a marriage promise right and you're just coming out of a really toxic relationship right before you meet who God has for you, right? You need to heal that trauma. So you don't enter the next relationship with that same trauma that you had from that toxic one. So God puts you in a waiting season to heal your trauma. He opens your wounds and makes you see that you need to actually deal with this thing. So you don't pass it on to the, the, you don't put it, you don't make the people or you don't, you don't affect the people, the blessings that he has for you, you know? So and we don't tend to understand this. Let's say now God has given me a marriage promise and I'm here waiting and crying that oh I'm, i've not seen my husband where's my husband like i need to meet this man soon but not knowing that god is keeping me in this period of in my singleness to teach me that okay i need to deal with certain things that you know certain things that i have dealt with before so i don't affect the man that he's bringing into my life you know so when when i when he finally brings us into union right we are we we, 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 we instead of us to be dealing with our traumas we, we now begin to walk in the plans and purpose for that god has for us because every kingdom marriage right is for a reason god puts people to actually marriages are for a reason it's a covenant with god but that's a whole different topic on its own so god tends to before he brings you in alignment with the people he has ordained for you right or the position he has ordained for you he wants to heal your trauma he wants to heal your insecurity he can't make you a pastor if you still have stage fright. He can't make you a leader if you don't understand the meaning of self-control and discipline. He can't give you all these blessings if you've not been able to understand that you actually need to heal from certain things. And most of us are literally walking traumas. We've dealt, we've dealt with so much in our lives that we have buried. So during the waiting season is the time for you to actually now seek God and tell him, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me? Why haven't I received this blessing? Open my eyes and my heart to receive the things that you show me what it is that you're trying to teach me in this time for, so that I don't, so that the blessing that you're bringing into my life, so I can receive them with abundance, so I can walk in them with authority. Because when God gives you a position of leadership, you have to be strong you have to stand firm you you cannot you cannot you cannot be telling yourself okay omar I, I cannot speak today i cannot show up today when god gives you an assignment you have to show up consistently 
So these traumas can affect the things that God is bringing in our life. So he, during the waiting season, he's going to heal those things. And we need to actually turn to be okay with it because like when you, when you, God actually has, I want, he has, he, he, I don't know when he picks people, right? Most of us are never qualified for a position that he gives us, right? But what makes us qualified is the time that we use to prepare for that position, when God is bringing something into your life, right? So, because we need to understand that our seasons can actually really change. So when you're beginning to sense that, okay, my season is changing, there's an elevation coming in my life. I need to start preparing. You need to prepare. And that's what happens. That's what you're meant to be doing during the waiting season. You can't be telling yourself, you can't just be lazing around that, oh, I'm, all, I'm not yet where I want to be. Oh, but when I get there, I know that I will make it. That's not how it works. Everybody that is big today has prepared for their big season. They've been consistent. Content creators are consistent in what they do. That's how they, that's how you finally get to reach your target audience. That's, that's how you fi finally get to reach your brands. Most brands don't want to work with um, micro content creators, right? Because they have, they don't really have the 1K followers. And the only way to, and they don't really have the 10K followers. And the only way to have the 10K followers is if you keep putting out content. And that's the same way with God. If you consistently keep praying, consistently trusting him, consistently seeking his face, that's when you're now becoming ready to receive the blessing that he has for you, right? The next one that we're going to talk about now is the reason why God prunes us is to remove the things that hinder us. So what are the things that can actually hinder us? Our habits can hinder us. Our mindsets can hinder us. Our environments, the people, relationships can hinder us. Let's talk about habits. Some of us are very lazy. I'm not trying to throw arrows and bullets, but you know, some of us are really, really lazy. And in and um this laziness now, right, is something that um that can really, really slow and delay a blessing that God has for us when we procrastinate. When you begin to see that your life is about to really change right because i mean if you're really spiritual you can actually sense when there's an elevation there's something changing in the, in the atmosphere right but because we've not been able to push ourselves because we've not been able to you know come out from that procrastination we cannot really receive the blessings so god has to make us really want that blessing so bad you know how bad do you really want a blessing if you really want a blessing, you can't be lazy. You can't procrastinate. You can't be sleeping around consistently. You know, there's no food for a lazy man. So if you really want something, you have to show up and be consistent. You have to consistently keep praying. Okay, I really do need this blessing, my Lord. Like, how, how do I go about it? But number one is to eliminate laziness. You need to eliminate the people and your surrounding that does not really favor the, the blessing and the person you're becoming. The surrounding, now let's talk about that. You can be around people or like an environment that's not really holy, that's not really conducive for God. One of the one of the scriptures tells us that I don't really know the chapter, but it says bad company corrupts good behavior. You can't be around people if you're trying to live a holy life, yeah. You can't be around people that influence you in a bad way. When Jesus met when Jesus was picking his disciples, all of them were sinners. Each and every one of them had done something bad, or rather they were not living like they were not living a a holy life let me put it like that but when when they came to jesus right jesus began to influence their behavior and they did not influence him so that is how your your surrounding can actually change and hinder you if the people in your life are, tend to influence your behavior especially when 
you're not really like strong or when you don't really have a strong foundation in the Lord, you will definitely be affected by these things and you'll be hindered in your blessing because God does not like disobedience. If you're working in disobedience, do not even expect a blessing. Let me just tell you now. Do not even expect to receive anything that you're, you know, that you're praying for because God does not like people that disobey him. And that's just your truth. Nobody can come and say, oh, yeah, oh, my, I'm still living a bad life. And yeah, I'm still gaining my blessings. You know, the devil too blesses people, right? Are you aware that the devil too actually gives you blessings? But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's the truth. So yeah, your surroundings can actually do hinder you. Another one is your job. This one is something that people do not want to hear or, or like are not really comfortable with. When God calls somebody, right? Let's say now you are working a nine to five and God has called you to ministry, right? There's no way you can balance ministry and a nine to five. Let's just be honest because you're still working under someone. And most times when people are doing ministry, it has to be full time. Most times it's full time, especially when you're there, maybe you're about to be the head pastor. You can't be doing nine to five and doing a ministry. Do you understand me? So that's one of the things. That's one, that's another example about something that can hinder us from the will of God. So he kind of takes that thing away. And you will not really understand because you're seeing it as, okay, this blessing is actually good. This job is paying my bills. But then God too can and will pay your bills because he understands that your bills still have to be paid. Because I, I me mean, personally, I don't understand why we have to work. I hate working. I can't even lie. But then with the, with, the, with the world that we live in today, if you don't work, you will not eat. Do you understand me? So yeah, but your job too can hinder you. Another thing is your relationship. When somebody is not in the same will and when someone does not really have the same mentality as you do, when somebody does not really in the same, does not really have the same belief as you do, they would hinder you. I used to have, I used to have a close friend that was not really spiritual, was not really religious, right? So whenever we have certain conversations, I would get really triggered because I'm like, why is, why does this sound this way? Why, why is this making statements like this? But then I will not really understand because like, we don't really have the same, we don't really have the same mentality. We don't really think the same. Do you understand? So these things, and they can also affect the way you think if you're not spiritually grounded in your word. If you know, if you don't really understand what the Bible says, the way you think can also be affected. Do you feel me? So yeah, another reason why God prunes us is to teach us how to be good stewards to our blessings. Some of us can be very selfish, you know, some of us don't know, some of us have a spending problem, some of us don't understand self-control and discipline. And you cannot be a kingdom financier if you don't have self-control and if you don't know how to be a good steward because you will lavish these blessings. So God teaches us how to be a good steward for us to be able to manage the things that he's bringing into our lives. And trust me, right? I understand that the waiting period can be very exhausting, especially when you look around and you're seeing everyone receiving that same blessing and that same thing that you've been praying for and longing for. But if you really look at it right like this right from the biblical aspect the waiting period is not just a human thing people in the bible actually did wait before they received the promise of god example abraham abraham waited 25 years before he received isaac david as well before he became king right he flee he hid from Saul for 13 years before he became king even jesus himself waited for 30 years before he began his ministry publicly but what Jesus did during the time of his waiting was he was in the temple preparing. Although the Bible does not really talk about how like that whole season, because it's like he just went away. And then when he was like that, he came again and started, you know, ministry. But like 
during the when there was a time in his life where um he went to the temple right and the bible records that he was in the temple studying praying reading the torah trying to understand like what his mission was about do you understand so it's not just just like a biblical thing you know it's not just a human thing sorry there are actually people in the bible that also wish i look at um jacob and the you know the tri um, the triangle love story between jacob um rachel and leah jacob we said another like he wanted to get married to rachel right leah's sister but he was tricked <laughs> he was tricked i ended up marrying his elder sister because he was meant to work for his uncle for seven years but his uncle tricked him and told him that um that he didn't want that okay in their tribe they they have to the, the eldest one the younger one cannot get married before the oldest one so he tricked him and then in the night he slept with leah that's his other sister but then jacob now told his uncle no his uncle now told jacob okay you would have to work for me for another seven years before you can get married to um rachel and he did it without any complaint because a lot of us will not, that's like a whole 14 years extra you know but then he did it and the bible records that he didn't he, he didn't even feel it because he that's how much he wanted and that's how much he loved rachel but then yeah it's not really easy to wait on the lord because like we really don't like we don't really know the plans that he has for us right but then he does he knows them so like waiting can seem very long and exhausting and you begin to grow weary and have doubts but then the bible is now telling us here that those that wait on the lord will have renewed strength we will never grow weary or tired when you're waiting on the lord because we understand that our god is not a man that he shall lie do you feel me in the second part of this episode we're going to be discussing how to wait on the lord what is it that we need to be doing while waiting? Gratitude for the sunrise. Gratitude for the sunshine. Gratitude welcome, welcome back, guys. Welcome. <laughs> oh, my days. I absolutely love talking to you guys. Like, it's, it makes me so excited. But yeah, let's get right into it. How do you wait on the Lord? You wait on Him by trusting Him. Let's quickly look at um, Proverbs 3 5 to 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. What does it mean to trust in the Lord? <sighs> Honestly, I myself, I also do have doubts sometimes, especially when I've waited for so long, like especially when I have not seen anything that the lord has said to me especially when i know that okay he's actually speaking to me right but i'm not seeing the things that he's saying i'm not seeing that okay this thing is actually coming to pass but that's when our faith is actually meant to grow stronger that's when we're meant to actually hold on to the word of god because we need to hold on to the promise keeper and not the promise we need to hold on to the things that god has said when you look at the bible right you see that god is actually true to his word he doesn't lie and he doesn't change his mind all of a sudden he would promise and he has made a promise and he would keep that promise and he says lean not on your own understanding our feelings are never really right the things that we always think about and our emotions are never really right right we tend to we tend to act based on our emotions and then we tend to like regret them because like okay we see that when we now finally get to that position we say okay this is this might not actually be what it is it's actually never what it is 
So it says, trust in the Lord with all your hearts and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. By submitting to him, right, you're telling the Lord, okay, I'm letting go of control. I don't want to have to make decisions on my own anymore. I don't want to feel pressure to do this anymore. And I'm trusting you, Lord. I'm placing this thing in your care because I know that you will not disappoint me. Anybody that calls on the name of the Lord will never be disappointed. And that's the truth. That's the honest truth. So you have to submit to him and he will make your path straight. The only way to submit to the only way to to know the plans that he has for you is when you submit to him is when you consistently seek his face is when you tell him lord you're the driver or i'm taking my hand off this thing and when and when you say that you actually have to mean it you actually have to mean it you can't keep telling yourself you can't keep saying um okay lord when are you doing this when I, because then you, you're not going to start idolizing certain things that he has said and that's another thing that God doesn't like when we idolize a blessing or a promise, because then we we, we now start losing trust in Him, and because because we will not start having doubts when we now begin to idolize Him, because we start feeling like okay, it might never happen, because then you're thinking too much of the thing, the blessing instead of thinking about Him, instead of trusting God, you're not thinking about the blessing that is to come. Do you understand? So when you're in a waiting season, that's when you're meant to trust God the more. That's when you're meant to hold on to him the more because the enemy is consistently, he sees that, okay, yeah, you're growing weary, right? He's saying to start putting things in your mind. Forget about it. Oh, God does not love you. God does not hear you. He's not seeing you. You're never going to get that job. And that's honestly a lie. Especially when you know that God has already answered a prayer for you before, right? Especially when you know that, okay, when you prayed for something, God has actually done it before. So why, tend, why do you now tend to grow weary knowing that he has actually answered a prayer before? Do you understand? Another way to wait on the Lord is by seeking him. When you're waiting on the Lord, you need to seek him. You need to, you need to tell him, Lord, what is it that you're teaching me in this time? What, what, it, what, is it, what is it that you want me to know? In Matthew 6, I think, Matthew 6, yeah, Matthew 6 verse 33, it says, um, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and, and live righteously and he will give you everything that you need. I believe this is an NLT. Yeah, it's an NLT. You have to seek the kingdom of God before every other thing else can be added to your life. And that includes the job, that includes the marriage, that includes the friendship, that includes the promotion. You have to tell God that, okay, I don't really, I care about these things, but I care about you more than these things. You have to make him understand that you rather choose him than these things because it's God that truly gives the good gifts. He gives the blessed gifts. He gives the righteous gifts. He gives you the gifts that he knows that you actually want and need. And God is never late. He is always on time. That's what I want you to know. He's always, always on time. God's timing is the best. I'm sure we've heard this so many times because that, that already shows you that, okay, yeah, God's timing is really, really the best. If a lot of people are saying, that, oh my God, this thing came at the perfect time and that's God's time. It's always right. It's never late. It's never slow. He is always on time. So that's what you have to understand. And in that time of waiting, you need to consistently seek him. You need to stay in partnership with him. The waiting season is meant to teach you how to walk with God, walk right and by, by his side. You need to understand that you need to, you need to spend time with him and ask him, what is it that you're showing me in this time? And you cannot pray yourself out of a season. It's not possible. You cannot tell yourself that, okay, I need to consistently be praying and maybe God will not remove it. No. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. You have to wait 
patiently. You have to understand that this time of my life is not for me to be gallivanting or for me to be lazy or for me to not pray. You have to hold on to God and seek him consistently. And he will show you the path that you should take. He will show you the steps that you should take. You cannot be saying, oh my God, please God help me. And he will not help you. That's not real. That's not his character. God is a helper. He's a provider. It's, it's, it's in his nature to help and provide, especially for his children. And who are his children? It's us. We're his kids. He understands that we have needs. He understands that we cannot live this life without anything. Do you understand? So he's, he understands that already. And he made you. He, he made you so he knows that you need these things. He knows that and he knows the perfect time to give you these things. Because if he gives you that car today, what if you have an accident? Well, and when you have an accident, you have to pay the bills to fix that car, right? Right? So he understands the timing when things in your life are meant to come. And if you go outside his will, you will struggle because that thing you need, right? It would not last. When you go outside of God's will and you go and seek things that are not in God's will, it will, it will be very temporary and it will not give you peace. It's only God that brings peace. I said this in the last episode. It's only God that can bring you peace that actually lasts. The Bible tells that Jesus brings peace that surpasses all understanding. It's only him that brings peace in our lives. So that's why we have to walk in partnership with him in order for us to understand and receive these gifts, these blessings, this promise that he has for us. Another way to wait on the Lord is through prayer and fasting. I cannot emphasize, oh my God, I cannot emphasize how prayer and fasting is so important in our walk with God. And especially if you're in a season of wait. Because it's only through that that you can build strength and confidence. It's only through the prayer and fasting that you can actually hear from God. Because you actually need to be hearing from him when, you, when you're in a waiting season. You actually need to understand what he's saying to you at that time. You actually need to, and that's the only way you can hear that is through prayer and fasting. Do you feel me? <laughs> my friend teased me the other time when she heard, she listened to my first episode and she was laughing at me because I kept on saying, do you feel me? And basically, I'm trying not to say, <laughs> I've actually been trying not to say it this season because like I want to, you know, I, although it's meant to be like authentic and all of that, but I really just want to be comfortable. Do you understand? I was about to say, do you feel me again? But yeah, <laughs> the only way you can actually receive these things is through prayer and fasting. And prayer is the only way you can actually be comfortable. The only way you can actually hear from God well, because he's the only one that can really understand what it is that you're going through at that time. And you actually really need to be praying because the devil is actually speaking to you as well. Do you understand? He's actually making you want to have doubts, actually making you want to grow weary. But if you're consistently praying, right, your hope is renewed. In Isaiah 40 verse 31, it says, but those that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. So your hope is renewed when you're waiting on the Lord because then you're consistently praying. So he's giving you that supernatural strength to keep waiting and to keep longing because God is not a man that he shall lie. He's not slow to his promise. He's a promise keeper. Do you understand? In um, Ecclesiastes 3.11, it tells us that he makes all things beautiful in his time. So meaning that there's actually a time for things to happen in our lives. I think it's even in Ecclesiastics um, 1, 3 as well. Yeah. To everything, there is a season and a time to every... Wait, hold on. I think I'm not saying that right. Um, I think it's to everything, there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. So obviously, there's actually a time and season for everything to happen in our lives. 
And when you now scroll down to the other passages of the Ecclesiastics 3, it tells you there's a time to cry and a time to mourn, a time to birth and a time to die. So yeah, there's a time for every single thing in our lives. So there's already a map. God has already written a map, a blueprint for you. So don't ever think that you're slow or behind or don't ever think that God is not hearing your prayers. He's hearing every single one of them. He's hearing and he's receiving every single one of them. But you have to keep praying. You can't lose hope now because you're not hearing or you're not receiving the things that God has for you. You just have to keep waiting and to keep trusting him. And he is not slow. Delay is not denial. Because you're not hearing or because you're not receiving the promises that God has for you, that doesn't mean he has said no. That doesn't mean he's not going to bless you with those things. You just have to be okay with the fact that it would come at a later time of your life. And that's very much fine. You're not behind in life because you don't have a job, because you don't have a car, because you don't have a house, because you don't have a friend or anything. Jesus is your friend. And I'm your friend too. <laughs> I'm your friend as well. Trust me, I am. I remember the time that um, I was in a season of wait because um, before I could put out this podcast, you know, I, and I, was, I didn't really like it, to be honest, because I, I just wanted to start, you know, ASAP. I just wanted to do it quick and... You know, like just because I thought I was um, behind, I thought I was not really like getting anywhere and I felt like I was not being productive. But I started to understand that whatever season you find yourself in, right, you need to allow it to run its full course. Our God is a good God and it's always his intention to bless you despite the circumstance or despite whatever thing you might be facing at that time. And another thing that I understood is that hardship, right, actually brings forth good character. Do not attempt to go ahead of God and change your season because you would not like the steps that you take in order for you to get there. You might tend to do things that you actually don't want to do because you feel like you're lacking, because you feel like God is not answering you at that time. In whatever season you're in, there is a lesson to be learned. Instead of complaining, you should actually ask God to fill you with more knowledge of Him. What is the direction for your life right now? You need to understand, I need to surrender to the process of waiting. And you have to be okay with the idea of not knowing what will happen next, what is to come. I understand, trust me, I really understand that it's actually very scary, especially when you don't, like when you're not hearing from God and when you're not seeing things happen that, at that time. But you need to actually be okay and you have to understand that waiting is very inevitable. And the sooner you, you realize it, the better for you and the easier it becomes. So yeah we've come to the end of today's episode <laughs> oh my god guys i'm so excited like this journey just seems so peaceful and so beautiful like i'm so happy and i'm so i feel so content i feel so fulfilled although it's just episode two. <laughs> although it's just episode two guys but like i'm still so happy so yeah i want you guys to stay blessed and do not forget that every friday what what guys <laughs> every friday there will be new episodes so i'll be dropping new episodes on friday and i can't wait to talk to you guys next time bye